It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your hosts, Ed Oliver and Deontay Daniels. Thank you guys for rocking with us today. Today, we're going to talk about some lineups and rotations, guys we want to see play more, who's in our top eight or top nine in the rotation. Also, some interesting comments from Wes Unsell Jr. about Rui Hachimura's minutes. Should Rui be inserted into the starting lineup? And if so, who would you take out in the lineup? So we got some things to talk about. Let's get started. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. All right, so D, um, there's some comments from Wes Unsell Jr. today, He or I want to say yesterday. He was asked um, by Neil from Hoop District, who has been on the show before. He asked Wes Unsell Jr. about Rui Hachimura's minutes. He asked him, you know, is there still a minute restriction on Rui? Is he going to be able to play more? And uh, Wes talked about the game against the Brooklyn Nets. He said that at that time he did have a cap on his minutes or on, on that threshold of minutes. But since Rui started to play well, it was knocking down threes. You know, he had 20 points in that game. He said they allowed him to play more and that now, ever since the All-Star break, they don't have a minute restriction. So what was your take on on those comments from West Unsell Jr.? Then why isn't he playing more than what he's been playing recently? If there's no minutes restriction, I think he's a guy, just like I say, similar to Denny. How I feel like Denny should be getting 25, 30 minutes a game. I feel the, the same way about Rui Hachimura. We got things with Rui's game that we want him to correct. And it's hard to do a lot of these things where you're just playing 20 minutes, maybe 21 minutes. Rui Hachimura is a guy who used to be a starter. You know, he's one of the guys who gets compared to Tobias Harris a lot. You know, that comparison has been made a lot in the fan base. So, and a lot of fans look at him as like the number one out of the three young guys, Kisper Denny and Rui. Rui is looked at the guy who's the best right now has the highest upside. So I think he definitely should be playing 25, 30 minutes, whether that's starting or getting 30 coming off the bench and finishing games. I don't know. That's on Wes. I wouldn't mind him starting. I wouldn't mind putting him out the three. I know the lineup of Kuz, Denny, and Rui, that sample size has shown good numbers. So I would like to see more of that Rui, Denny, and Kuz lineup. 
Right. Yeah. Out of the three, yeah, he has shown the most potential. He has put up the biggest numbers. He, you know, put up 20 and 13 in a playoff game. So he does have the, the you know, largest resume out of the three. Um, and of course, yeah, the young guys should get the bulk of the minutes. Um, yeah, the answer, it was a little um, confusing, you know, because he played well against the Pistons. I thought, you know, he had 11 points, hit back-to-back three. So I definitely thought he could have played more. He played 21 minutes. And he, he's been set at 21 minutes uh, basically each game. Um, so I do think it's time to um, let him play more. He needs to play 30 minutes per game. Denny's played 30 minutes per game. Uh, Kisper's been playing 30, 32, 35 minutes per game. They've been getting big minutes. Uh, Kispert has been starting. So I, I just don't see why Rui should be capped at this 21-minute uh, threshold right now. Um, it's not making a lot of sense, especially if you want to see these guys develop. Um, so, yeah, Wes, you know, he's been kind of experimenting with lineups and, you know, kind of, you know, some different things that we want to see, like the whole Daniel Gafford thing and showcasing, you know, there's been some some weird lineups, kind of like how, you know, Scotty Brooks had some weird lineups last year as well. So, you know, Wes is still kind of trying to work it out, but it's kind of like some obvious things that we see right now that we want to be changed. Um, so do you think Rui should start for the rest of the year? Uh, you still on me. If it was up to me, I wouldn't mind him starting, honestly. But I also wouldn't mind him coming off the bench still. I mean, he could still, similar to Denny, Denny comes off the bench, but Denny snacks 30-minute games, you know. So it could be the same case for Rui. It will be interesting to see maybe Rui slide into that three spot. I know a lot of people may not view him as a three, but I told Ed this before we started recording. Louis Marketing, I don't really see him as a three, but he's starting at the three with the um, Cavaliers currently right now, and that's working out for him. So when you look at Rui, I don't know if a lot of people view him as a future three, but I don't know if you slide who's over to the three spot, but I wouldn't mind seeing him start. But I also think he can get those big minutes off the bench. He doesn't need to start to get 30 minutes. He can come off the bench and get that. So it's all about just finding that playing time for him, man, and wanting to actually have him out there on the court for that long. Yeah, and he's not going to throw down any space on the floor. I think, yeah, I would have him at the four and Kyle Kuzma at the three. I mean, they're both interchangeable. Um, you know, Kuzma's 6'10", Rory's about 6'9", 6'10", as well. Um, but, you know, right now the ball handling, they both aren't great ball handlers. You know, Kuz is putting the ball on the floor. Sometimes he's losing it. Sometimes he's not. Uh, but I, I, and, and Kuz has been a better rebounder than Rui, too. Um, and Kuz has done a solid job guarding bigger guys this year. So it's, it's kind of interchangeable. But, yeah, I would I'd probably have Kuz at the three and then Rui at the four because Rui played a lot of four last year where he was playing that power four position next to Gaffer or Robin Lopez or whoever the five was. Um, so yeah, I could see him playing next to Porzingis too. When Porzingis comes back, you know, you could have a Kuz, Rui, uh, Porzingis lineup, just, you know, three guys who are six, eight, six, nine, six, ten, and seven for three that can shoot threes. Um, and Rui can dribble a little bit. He can face up. So yeah, I, I'll probably, have, I'll have Rui at the four, Kuz at the three, um, just for that matchup. And like I said, it doesn't really matter. It's positionless basketball. Like you said, Lori Markkinen, you know, they, they got Jared Allen playing a five and Evan Mobley's playing a four shooting threes. 
Laurie Marketing. You just got to play your best guys. And Wes right now, especially developing guys, you just got to throw your best guys out there. Um, even I, I really wanted to experiment and see Denny play the one a little bit, but that's not going to happen now since they brought Sato and um, they got Ish and that on guys like that. And I know Denny, you know, he had to work on his ball handling too, so it's not the perfect thing for, for him to play point guard because, like I brought up before, Javon Carter stole the ball from him at the middle. But, yeah, definitely to answer the question, I probably have – Rui at the four and then Kuz at the three and then KCP would be the uh, he would be the guy that that would be replaced to come off the bench yeah uh I, so I wouldn't go with Rui possibly coming off the bench still because it's tough you know like Neil said when he asked the question he knows it's a log jam at that four spot I mean it's tough but you got to find a way to play these guys, man. Some of these younger guys, you got to find a way to get them on the court for a good amount of minutes because we've seen Rui do it in a starting position, you know, coming in his rookie year, et cetera, in the playoffs as well against the 76ers. We've seen flashes from Rui Hachimura uh, a lot of times, a good amount of times. So I, I want to see him get those 25 minute, 30 minute games, man. And, I know it's tough. I know you may have to do some shuffling, but Rui is one of those players that, especially, you know, you got the option coming up and all that. You want to see what this kid can really do. What do you feel like his future is going to be? And the only way to really figure that out is to get him on the court playing consistent, good, deep minutes. Right. Yeah, you look at the numbers right now from the three-point line. He's shooting... He's shooting a crazy number. He's not shooting a lot of threes. He's shooting two threes per game. Mm -hmm. He's shooting – where is it at? Uh, I want to say – yeah, he's shooting 46% from the three-point line, which is which is crazy right now. Um, yeah, he's shooting 50, 52% from the three-point line right now. He's only shooting two threes per game, which is just insane. You know, I mean, it's not a lot of threes, but he's really knocking them down right now. He's just shooting them at such a high clip. Um, but yeah, the only way he's going to get better is by giving him more minutes. But, um, we do want to talk a little bit more about the rotation. Um, if we had to shorten the rotation down to eight or nine guys, who those eight or nine guys would be. Um, uh, but before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by bet online. Football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fire coach is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. 
J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. All right, D. So, if you did have to shorten the rotation, uh, who would you, who would be your eight or nine guys? Let's say if the Wizards did make the playoffs with this roster, we'll do one with Porzingis and without Porzingis because we just don't know when he's going to come back. Man, I would say Kuzma, Gafford, KCP, Hachimura, Abia. You gotta have Thomas Bryant. Um, Howell and I'm gonna go Kispert because I want the young guy in there. So that's my eight right there. That's my eight man rotation. Um, Kispert, Kuzma, Gaffer, Neto, KCP, Hachimura, Diddy, Tom, Thomas Bryant. Was that eight or was that nine? That was eight. That was eight. Okay. Um, so who would be your ninth if you had to add a nine guy? If I had to add a ninth guy, I would throw – see, it would either be Ish or Tomas. Um, mm. I would say um, – <laughs> I guess – I guess Ish. I'll throw it. I'll say Ish. Yeah, no, this roster, yeah, it's just – it's a lot of bench point guards. We don't have a starting point guard. So it's kind of like you're just throwing darts at the dartboard with these guys. But Ish, yeah, after, after the Sham guy, I watched it again. I was like, this guy really just – Ish really put that guy in the mix. I forgot the guy on the Pistons name, but my goodness. And when they did one on that run, um, I couldn't remember the lineup from last night, but I wrote it down. It was Ishmael Smith, um, Sato, Corey Kispert, Thomas Bryant, and Rui. So that was the five because, you know, Kisper can shoot the three. Thomas Bryant can shoot the three. Rui is an, it's playing like an elite three-point shooter right now. Um, Ish is a table setter. Sato is a table setter as well. Sato is capable from – he's not a three. He's not really – his percentages aren't good, but he's capable. From, you know, he's capable of knocking down a three. Mm-hmm. Ish really is not a good three-point shooter. Um, but, yeah, my eight or nine guys, of course, all three young guys. Denny, Rui, Kispert. Um, Ish is definitely in my nine. Um, Gafford, of course. Um, I know a lot of people were down on TB, but he bounced back. He played better. So he would be that backup big because you, you need at least two bigs in there. Anthony Gill wouldn't make it. Anthony Gill was close because some of the games he's yeah. played really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Kuz. I don't even know why I didn't say Kuz first. Kuz has been balling. So, yeah, Kuz one, Rui two, Denny three. Corey four, TB five, um, KCP would be six. Um, I don't think I would have Neto right now, to be honest. Um, he he probably be the odd man out. Uh, let's see here, who else is there? Yeah, that would that would really be yeah six. 
Actually, yeah, Neto, Neto might be in there. Seven. And I already said Gaff. Yeah, I, I would really only have seven guys in my rotation, to be honest with you. I, I wouldn't even make it to eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's not the most – like, it's a lot of guys on there that you really mm-hmm. aren't, like – oh, these guys have to play. Like, they have to be in the rotation. Mm -hmm. But, like, I was trying to fit Tomas on there, and I was like, yeah, you know. Gil was just pretty much a victim of circumstance out there. So, even though Gil has had some good games, Gil would be out of it for me. And then Gaffer, Kisper, Kuzma, Hachimura, Avia are, like, the main guys that I'm worried about. So, they were guarantees to get in there. And then KCP, he's just a big part of the team, so he was going to be mm-hmm. in there naturally. So really, Neto and Ish and Tomas, it was like toss-up between those three. So I just went with the guys who were already playing, the Neto and Ish. I right. mean, it's not like these – like it was, it was such a tough decision because these guys are so great. It was just a tough decision right. because it's like – eh, I mean, I guess there's a lot of I guess <laughs> on there outside of the main guys that we already spoke about. Yeah, and last night they played one, two, three, four, five, six. They played 11 guys. So if you take Anthony Gill out, who played five minutes, that's 10 guys. So, yeah, they yeah they played 11 guys. So they really only played 10 guys. So they shortened it from, you know, before the trade deadline, we were, deadline, we were playing like 12, 13 guys. So how, how would it look for you with Porzingis if Porzingis was playing? If Porzingis was playing Kuzma, well, you would take TB out. Yeah. You just, just right. TB would be on the bench. So. That's right. Yeah, because you don't. Gafford, you don't... TB, yeah, be Gafford. I mean, we'll be Porzingis, Gafford. Right. Yeah, because you don't want to have another three big man lineup again because that would make it tougher for Wes. And then Wes would sit Gaff. Gaff, you know, gets two fouls. Or they would do that same thing like they did before. Mm-hmm. And our best rim protector or arguably best rim track. This is between, you know, Chris Stapps and Gafford. Gafford would be on the bench again. But I do – I kind of want to see them run some sets for Rui as a three-point shooter. I know, you know, we're not going to act like he's a Ray Allen or something, but I do want to see, you know, them run some sets because they haven't really ran some sets for him to shoot the three. It's kind of been just all for the ball movement. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one stat showing the Wizards just how good they've been moving the basketball. Um, they currently are shooting 42% from the three-point line since the trade deadline. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Maybe it's just chemistry has gotten better. Maybe – I don't know. It's, it's interesting. It's an interesting thing because Bill was gone. Bill was out before the trade deadline. He already was missing some games. Um. I mean, you lose some of those Dinwiddie sidestep threes that mm-hmm. were working. The grenades. Um, yeah, Bertans, he, was, he wasn't really playing either, so I can't really even say it was him. I don't know, man. Maybe it's just guys are more locked in. The spirits, the morale was a little better in the locker room. Everybody liked each other, and everybody was like, all right, we can really focus in now and lock in, and everybody has become more engaged. I mean, other than that, I haven't really noticed, like, why there would be a big difference in, in jump in this three-point shooting. I mean, I guess the shots that were missing earlier with these same guys are just going in now. 
Right. Yeah, I think it's the point guard position for sure. Just getting guys mm-hmm. open, pushing the pace, Ish pushing the pace, Hollow Nettle pushing the pace. You know, Dinwiddie was a slower, methodical guy, and he would dribble the ball until the end of the shot clock and hand it off for a grenade. So, of course, it's a low percentage three, and we're running we're running more. Um, and guys are moving the ball more. It's less ego. So, you know, we got in games with like 20, 29 assists, 30 assists, having eight guys at double figures, everybody eats type games. Mm-hmm. Um, and guys are knocking down open shots. Corey Kisper starting to shoot with more confidence. He hit three threes against the Nets. I mean, against the Pistons. Um, and Rui's just been on fire lately. Lately, he was three for three against the Pistons as well. Mm-hmm. Um, guys are definitely shooting with more confidence out there. And, and um, the ball movement is definitely speaking volumes. KCP has been pretty hot from the three, too. Yeah. Uh, he was three for four. So yeah, looking at it, yeah, the the five for the. Well, I guess we'll get to a quick break, and then I'll say my rotation, um, and then we'll probably wrap up, and then tomorrow we'll get to some schedule talk, break down the schedule. We'll get a quick word from D. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but really the first words you want to say are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And trust me, as someone named Jake, that is a fact. That's the phrase that will help you feel good knowing that you have people who could help you find the right coverage for the things you want to protect. Insurance doesn't need to be complicated with a State Farm agent. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits you because your situation is unique. And State Farm is there to help you feel supported with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. And when you need ways to get help, don't yell or be angry because State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com or their award-winning app. State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Yes, sir. Um, so, yeah, my nine, real quick before we wrap up. Um, Kuzma, so my starting five would be Ish, Kispert at the two, Kuz at the three, Rui at the four, Porzingis at the five. And then the three guys off the bench would be um, Dale Gafford. Uh, Denny would come off the bench. And saddle will come off the bench so that's eight right there and then maybe the ninth guy would be yeah tb unfortunately he'd be the odd man out anthony gill would not be on the roster on in a rotation um saddle it's between saddle and netto to be honest um 
Sato and Neto. Like I said, it's just throwing it's just throwing stuff up in the air really with these backup point guards. Um, I guess I would go with Sato just to see what he can do as a facilitator and, and a defender. Yeah, so he's more, he's more unselfish too, and he would he would get the guys involved, the young guys like Denny Kisper. He, he would move the ball better. Yeah, if you want a guy who isn't going to take as many shots as let's say Ish or especially how Neto would. Tomas would definitely be the guy to go right there in that situation, um, for sure. Definitely, if you want the younger guys getting more shots up as well. And I know Rui Hachimura is a guy that, me personally, I want to see get some more shots up. I know he's only averaging, I think, about five um, five two-point attempts a game, along mm. with – you already spoke about three-point attempts. It was at, like, two a game, yeah. you said? Yeah, so I, more, yeah. yeah I, I would like to see more than seven shots in total a game from Rui. I want to see his numbers get up there, you know, um, because we know he has the scoring ability, the offensive ability, and capability. Let's try to get some more of those threes up as well. If he's shooting it hot, let's try to shoot more than just two a game or three at a game. So, but as far as your rotation, I like that. I can get with that, and I like the Tomas pick there. I think that would be a sneaky, sneaky, decent move right there to have Tomas in there. (laughs) Right, yeah, and Tomas and uh, Przingis were teammates overseas as well, so they got some mm. chemistry there. Um, but overall, Rui, I want to see him get to the free throw line more. He's only shooting yeah. one free throw per game. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Denny. You said that before. They're only shooting one free throw, one free throw per game, so we just want to see that improve. But um, next episode, we're going to break down the schedule. Right now, the Hornets are losing. No, I'm sorry. They're they're winning actually. Yeah. So, you know that's not going to help with the with the people who do want the Wizards to make the plan. Uh, the Hornets just beat the Cavs 119 to 98. We just lost to the Cavs. So, um, but we're going to break down the schedule, uh, what we think is going to happen. We're probably going to predict the next five games, what we want to see, and then break down, you know, of course, how to make the plan. And then we'll preview mm-hmm. the Hawks game on Friday night. But we just, just want to thank you guys for rocking with us. We're almost at 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe and hit the notification bell as well make sure you guys subscribe on to the podcast on itunes wherever you guys find the podcast i want to thank you guys for making locked on wizards your first listen every day now make your second listen locked on nba locked on experts covering the biggest stories around the nba every monday through friday in less than 30 minutes it's free and available wherever you get podcasts hail to the wizards peace peace hey prime members You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.